All right, guys, another message from our sponsors, X-Works. They are in the supplement game, all things related to health, nutrition. I know everybody wants to get some of that uh, post-workout protein in, carbs, pre-workout. I don't know if you guys use coffee like animals and you don't have a dedicated pre-workout yet. Check out X-Works. They have everything you need. Um, they are a small business. They are run by one guy. He does everything top to bottom, which is hella impressive if you ask me. Um, they're going to have all the things you need. And I think one of the best parts about it is none of the ingredients on the back are alpha trihexamide phenyl phosphate. It's all ingredients you can read, you can understand, you know what you're putting in your body. I wouldn't tell you guys to take something I don't take myself. I've been taking X-Works for years. Um, even, even, I'll let you guys in on a little secret, even when I was using or sponsored by other brands, I would steal my wife's X-Works and uh, tear the label off and still take it on the down low. So X-Works is the shit. Check it out, guys. Xworks.com. Get your shit. All right, guys. Another break from our sponsor, Griptite Tape. Uh, check them out at griptitetape.com. They make all the things you need for um, keeping your hands safe in your daily workouts. So whether you work on an oil rig, whether you work on a farm, whether you work at pulling out splinters out of small children's hands at the hospital, Whatever you do, whether you CrossFit, of course, or strength lift, power lift, whatever, um, they are make stretchy grip tape uh, for your thumb, your hook grip, your wrist, anything you guys need uh, to make those lifts more enjoyable, get stronger, and not have calluses and tears on your hands. So it's going to protect your hands. Um, it's stretchy, it's sticky. We already went over that. And uh, you get 30 feet per roll. That's 10 feet longer than the next competitor. And their patented sticky and stretch formula utilizes a special weave pattern that gives you the amount of stretch you need for your joints to get in the right position without sacrificing any strength on that, all right? So it's the only brand I trust to get me through my workouts, whether it's CrossFit, whether it's weightlifting. Um, they also have, I know a lot of people are struggling to get gear during the, uh, the COVID times. They have weight vest plates and plate carriers, tactical plate carriers that you guys can use to work out, do body weight workouts, hit Murph, um, use them to add to your home workouts or workouts at the gym if you've just been looking for a, a vest. What else they got? They got merch, griptitetape.com. Use code PARDONME, 10% off anything you guys want. Tell them we sent you. And we're back, guys. Today's episode, we have on a very special guest. His name is Nadim Hamidi. He is a power lifter. He is the media guy. I don't know what his official title is, but he does a lot of the media for Barbell, Barbell Brigade. Uh, very popular, very well-known gym here in LA. Um, I would say he's a amateur comedian online, web celebrity. Uh, check his page out, Nadim. What is his page? It's actually really funny. But um, if you guys have a chance, I'm sure we'll talk about it on the episode. Uh, check his website or his uh, Instagram page out for uh, tons of funny content um, related to anything lifting or just being a shithead. Um, check him out. Here he is on the episode. Nadim, without further ado.
I'm guessing they're Lakers fans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they all bet money on it too, so. On the Lakers, yeah. I'm guessing, yeah. So the they all win. They all want money, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. so they're like, uh, I think one, he won money, so he's going to Dubai next week. Oh, shit. Like, blowing it. Just to blow it? Yeah. How much did he win? Do you know? I think it was like 20K. Oh! Yeah, yeah. He must have had to bet like, what, like 30 or 40? Yeah, because you don't win that much off Lakers. Like, if they thought they were going to win, right? Right, they were the yeah. favorite, I yeah, think, yeah. at a certain point. I'm not too sure how the betting works, but I was like, okay. I put a good amount in. Yeah. He was, balling, he was balling out. Yeah, yeah. He was like, just fucking full hand a brick yeah, hand yeah, yeah. in. So, I mean, he, I think he did it last year, too. Yeah. What happened last year with the Lakers? They made they it didn't close. didn't win. Uh, did they go to the finals or no? Can you look that up? Uh, I don't think they went to the finals. I think they went to playoffs. Mm-hmm. He might have been betting on games. I think he was betting on them winning. Okay. The he whole bet thing. At the beginning of the season. Oh shit! So I think that's what happened this time. This time? Yeah. So then he might not have had to put that much in. Maybe it was like something small because I know he bet early, early on. Yeah. It was the Warriors and the Raptors last year. Have we started, by the way? Have we started? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I like can you turn? Can we turn my my level down a little bit? Your level down? Yeah, I'm getting loud. There we go. Cool, um, so welcome. Nice to meet you. Yeah. Yep, so yep. tell me about yourself. <laughs> uh, my name's Christian, Christian Lucero. Uh, I am a CrossFit athlete, a, a budding entrepreneur, uh-huh. podcast host, um, just all around, I'd say, cool cunt, you know? Nice. Yeah. From Australia or? No. <laughs> I just accept the Aussie w- w- usage of the word. Okay. I'm trying to revolutionize it and bring it to America. Yeah, yeah. It's like we're trying to bring that word back. It's like a staple word, I feel like, in their in their language. And I feel like it's it's a disgrace that America doesn't have the same. Yeah, because we're, we're too soft here. Right. And it's like a word of endearment there. Yeah, like a cool cunt. Yeah. Like, oh, I like you're, you're a cool cunt. Because our, our manager is Australian. Okay. So sometimes when she talks to people, people get offended. Yeah. And she's trying to give them a compliment. Yeah. So I have to bring them down. Like, hey, they have different ways of speaking yeah. over there. You're a sick cunt. Sick I say cunt. that. Yeah, like yeah. that. Like, I'm not sick. <laughs> yeah. But uh, this is cool. I, I mean, uh, you got your last guest or one of your previous guests hit us up and was like, connected us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Ant's never been on. Oh, he hasn't been on. He's never been on. Oh, I thought you said he was on the wall. <laughs> no, Mata and Z are, is on got the it, wall. Got yeah, it. Well, yeah. Ant connected us. Ant, I'm, I'm like, Ant, yeah, like, let's get you on. He's like, no, I don't, have, I don't want to go on. He just wants to, like, give me guests and listen. Oh, he's great like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a dope guy. So when when he, like, say, connected you with people or, say, with me, yeah. how was, like, the process of being like, okay, I want to work with them? Or, like, did you go through my Instagram and just saw some stuff and was like, okay, I think he'll be cool? Yeah, so, like, I mean, pretty much everybody Ant's connected with, like, we've built a rapport that anybody he connects me with I know is going to be a good one because yeah. he hasn't missed yet. <laughs> like, no one's come in and been, like, a dud. No. So even if, you know, some people look at, oh, you know, how much – poll do they have how many followers do they have obviously that factors into like oh i want somebody that like can help boost the podcast there's it's ridiculous to say that oh you don't look at that because it's important in like what you're doing if i'm going to be putting time in for the podcast you're going to be putting time in it has to be worth it for everybody and um either it has to be worth it as far as like that gain or just connecting with a cool dude yeah and so i uh, i want to go like in the past i've been like okay let me see when i've been lining them up myself like who would be cool to talk to based off of you know what they post their stories their kind of personality who, who would vibe who would make a cool guest have you had a bad guest who has good stories uh <laughs> as i look at the yeah well, this have, guest have, have you ever had to like so, uh, delete a guest or like uh not oh, post it the only guest we didn't post was uh because a um, Mike lost the the audio. Okay, I've done that before. 
Or but he was distracted because he had a crush on the, the guest. Okay. And the guest was, uh, I don't know, male or female. I want, want, don't want to throw him under the no, bus. No, I don't want. Don't want to throw him under the bus because, you know, whatever, whatever happens, happens. Has, between, has it happened uh, good things after that or no? Two consenting adults. No, no. no. And uh, got a little distracted. Maybe lost the footage. Got it. Okay. Um, and then the, actually the only one we didn't post, we redid that one. But the only one we didn't post was... Um, when the guest wasn't really happy, we had gotten like a little bit high before the mm. podcast and he had like a certain narrative in a certain way because he wanted to come on to tell the story about, uh, you know, a company that's really popular in the CrossFit space, how he kind of was really high up in there, worked for them, helped them kind of get their notoriety. And then they, they um, you know, I don't really understand the, the full scope of it, um, but he was, and I'll let, I think we're going to have him on eventually, so I'll kind of save it for that episode. But, but he just got way too high and, like, didn't tell it properly? Or? Yeah, he got super high and uh, didn't tell it, I think, the way he wanted to tell it or didn't feel like he told it the way he wanted yeah. to tell it. And his his fiance or wife was in the room at the time, and so, like, I think some of it was because of that dynamic as well. Yeah. Um, and so those are the only episodes we did in there. Obviously, some guests are like, it's a little bit harder to talk to than others just because, you know, they don't want to tell or they're, it's a harder for them to like start to tell and like open up and like feel feel comfortable yeah. with a camera and a mic. I'm still getting used to it. You know, like uh, I know when I walked in, Mike was like, uh, you watched me on like camera before, mm. like saw my, the stuff on YouTube. Yeah. But that was like years in the making because I was like, I don't want to be on camera. I used to hide from the camera. Like, I was so shy. Like, I remember when I first started, like, they like okay, now people want to see you. Yeah. You have to do a vlog. Um, not have to. They didn't force me. But I was like, okay, I'll do one. It took me about four hours to film the intro. <laughs> like, I went through memory cards. I went through batteries. And I still couldn't <laughs> do it. Like, it was... Was it just take after take? Take after take. I remember I was sitting outside of the garage, outside of my house, and just trying to film myself. Because uh, anytime they would put, like, a camera on me, I would literally run away. Yeah. Just, it would... That's the natural instinct that happened. And then... uh through time, trying trial and error, I, I sort of became like comfortable, and it, it's weird how like I can do this now without like really thinking about it. Mm-hmm. With like two years ago, I would literally have just told you like I would have made an excuse on why I couldn't come. It's funny because you watch those those YouTube videos, and I watched them, and I was like, oh, this guy's natural. He's like comfortable on camera. He's like, you know, it was obviously scripted. Um, Which ones? Uh, the the first one I watched was when you were back squatting and they were talking about how lazy you are and yeah, yeah. How, <laughs> yeah. how like you come in and just like out squat everybody and, yeah. but you're super lazy. You only work out like three times a year. Yeah, yeah. And then I mean, those are pretty accurate. Like, yeah, it was great. But like who I showed somebody else and they were like, this is scripted. Right. And I was like, yeah, this is like a skit. You yeah, know? yeah. This is all like, they thought it was like real. Oh, and then awesome. when you like pulled everyone into the room and we're like, hey guys, why are you cheering for me? Like that was the best. Like all of that stuff is so funny because if anybody's been in like a competitive weightlifting or powerlifting or just gym environment, like you know how real that the that is. Yeah. Like you're that's totally you know that character that you're playing, even though it you is yourself. My, my that's roommate type of guy. stuff, like his stuff, like I was a huge fan of his, like from since I was a kid. And then who's your roommate? Uh, his name is Dom Mazzetti. His character, like mm. bro science. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yep. He uh, his his real name is Mike. He's a completely different, super nice guy. But he like can pull every single like niche or cliche or douchebag character from the gym and know how to like make fun of them in a proper way that everybody loves him. Yeah. So it's like everything that like I've like kind of learned or like 
got from like these fitness comedy i feel like he takes it to the next level yeah but like doing the the fitness comedy stuff and right now especially just like the stuff i do for instagram is just little things that i see that i just like to have fun with yeah and i feel like most people in fitness are so serious and they don't like to have fun that's why when like i connected with me with you i, I knew you weren't going to be some like serious just talk about fitness person yeah. like which what I'm, do like, you think about the um starting strength book as, yeah yeah like, <laughs> i, I would have I came here and be like dude i haven't done a program in my life you know yeah. like but it's it's cool because I always tell people through fitness, like it connected with so many people that are just like like minded that you would never probably have met before, you right. know. So that's why I really like it. But what what do you like like through fitness? Like what do you do like primarily like in the fitness space that like I would say separates you from other people? I mean, for me, I think my the thing that separates me. Look at my pro interview skills. Repeating the question before I answer it. Yeah, yeah. So you guys can splice it and use it. Now this is your podcast, apparently. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, this is great. I, I just like it. to like get to know I love people. It. Yeah, no, I love it. It's awesome. Um, for me, I think the thing that separates me is like my focus and my dedication to what I'm doing. So my, my, my all-in, I guess, attitude or way of doing things. So it would be like the opposite of you um, <laughs> or your character yeah, yeah. that was portrayed. No, no, it's um, pretty accurate. Like, you know... If I'm going to do something, I want to do it. I think this would embody it completely. If I'm going to do something, I want to do it 100% to the mm -hmm. best of my ability to exhaust every single outlet of, okay, if I want to be the best at this, if I want to do this, I want to, I'm not doing it just to like fuck around or just to like have fun. I'm like, I'm going to have fun and just because like that's who I am. But yeah. the, the goal is is to win. The goal is to be the best. So what do I need to do to do that? You know, do I need to eat this? Do I need to sleep more? Do I need to um, be on this program? Do I need to, you know, do the ice bath and the breathing? Do I need to sauna? So and you do all that stuff? Yeah. I mean, not as consistently as I should. No, but, but yeah. I, I think from just seeing your Instagram and I could get that vibe yeah. where it's inspiring. You know, okay. like I see people like that and I want to be like that. Mm -hmm. um, but it needs to be something that I'm actually passionate about. Right. You know? Uh, with fitness and everything, I love it. It's literally been the thing I've been doing for the past 15 years, like nonstop, never took a break. Um, but it's always been that fun hobby, that fun escape. And when it comes to getting serious, I can. Uh, but I think when I meet people like you, it's like crazy to see that you're like, if I'm going to achieve something or say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. Yeah, because I don't want – so the worst thing I could think of and the biggest fear I would have is I – I don't say what I want. I don't make it a goal and it's only a goal in my head and I I I don't pursue it the way I should and I look back on it and say fuck, what if I would have done this? What if I would have bought all in? What if I would have, you know, what if I would have done these things? Could my result have been different? Mm -hmm. And I don't want to go in, you know, 5, 10 years and look back on what I was trying to do and what I was doing and be like shit, what if I would have done it and cared a little bit more and said I cared and wasn't afraid. I feel like a lot of people are afraid to be like, no, I care about this. Even if it's something as silly as like a, a girl saying she cares about how many likes she gets on Instagram or how many followers she have. That's not like a silly thing. Like even though people make fun of it, it's yeah. not like there's a lot of emotion and value attached to that now. And so it's like, it's a real thing. It's, it's a real, real job. thing. It's real yeah. Career. It's a, it's a real job. So if you want that, like, don't be afraid to say that and don't be afraid to like make steps towards making that a reality. Otherwise you're just pissing in the wind, hoping that it happens with this like desire inside that you don't want to say. And then you're just like, Oh, it didn't happen. I, I didn't really care about it, but you really did. You know? So, so how do you get it out of your head? Cause that, that's the thing I have trouble with. Mm -hmm. 
it's like you you just I dream. Say it I'm a dreamer. You, yeah, it's good, and you need to be because I feel like too many people are are not, or mm -hmm. they just they just dream and they're never like taking steps towards that. So like, no, that's what I do. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. How do you? So how do you take those steps so yeah. I can learn? Yeah. So I mean, like for this, for instance, like the podcast, like we're not like huge yet. We're yeah. not like doing tens of thousands of downloads per episode. Um, we're not to a place where it's like crushing it and we're like just rolling in the dough and you know have our own studio and yeah. like that that's the joe rogan right that's yeah, yeah. the like um peterson or whoever the big podcasters are that people listen did you to. see my picture with joe rogan i did i was <laughs> like i was like fake news <laughs> <laughs> you immediately saw that i immediately saw it so scroll down mikey to his uh because if you go online and if you just type in my name you'll see joe rogan's name after mine because people <laughs> went and searched it they like searched crazy. It? yeah you go down a bit I was more. like, that's so smart because it looks real enough and people are, I know people are going to be like, oh, fuck, yeah, you were on Joe. And then they're going to tell, like, damn, how far, how far did I'm I go? Low, low, low. I went deep. Yeah, every, every post I do is stupid. So. I went deep to get there. I love this dog photo with your, your fucking head. Yeah, <laughs> right it's right, right here. There. Yep. It looks real enough where like, and then you know people are out there that are going to be like, oh, yeah, did you see when Dean was on uh, Joe Rogan? It's crazy because my fans, or I wouldn't say fans, just the people that follow me, yeah. they should know better. Right. You know? <laughs> and I think most of them do. Yeah. But it, it's good when I can trick them. But I think they see, like, you are, you are a playful dude. You like to have fun. That's why but it's confusing. Also, but also you have, you know... Serious stuff too, on here I'm so like fat in that with, <laughs> That's what makes it fun. With you lifting weights and stuff, and there is like, yeah, they can never tell. Like, I think that's a good thing. Plus, they know like my connection. <laughs> See right match. here, I didn't realize I fucked up, and yeah. it goes, "You and Kendall have liked." I didn't put each other after that. Have liked each, <laughs> okay, but no one's gonna read that. Like, you fill in no, the no. shit. Like, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have noticed that. You fill that in with your, with your mind. <laughs> yeah, I love your 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 instagram but like i was saying with joe rogan since you were on you know him yeah yeah Close um, friends. yeah we actually have had uh galpin on andy and he's been on joe so andy, you're you're okay. the second guest we've had that's also been on joe yeah yeah so i mean you're in good company that's awesome um and it's cool i mean you've had good guests on here like yeah we've had football players like you know austin eckler for the chargers okay yeah we've yeah. had a ton of we've had fighters gabby garcia uh -huh. i'm sure you know her uh, do you know Yoko? I feel like you know Yoko. Yoko sounds familiar. Hamamura, the guy that owns uh, Point of Impact MMA. He used to be an MMA fighter. Now he does like stunts and movies. If, I, if I've seen him, I, yeah, I'll for sure. This know. is him. Do a face. On the. <laughs> yeah, Mike goes to his profile and there's just a black square. <laughs> I've seen him with the blonde hair. Yes. Okay. Yep. This is an old photo then, right? Yeah, old photo. But um, so, like, with that, it's like how you take the steps for me personally, this is everyone does it differently. I'm sure. But for me, it's like, okay, say what, like, don't be afraid to say what you want. Like people like, obviously if you're going to start a podcast right now, people are going to be like, what the fuck are you doing? There's so many podcasts. Like what's going to separate you? Like all of these things, just like going into sports or wanting to be a professional uh, CrossFit athlete and win the games or wanting to do anything. It's going to be like anything worth doing or that I'm going to want to do is going to be hard. And it's going to be laughed at by somebody that doesn't think that, that's realistic because it's like, okay, if you look at it, only the 0.05% make it. Yeah. And if you want to look at it like, okay, only the 0.5% of podcasts are profitable and making like life-sustaining money. Mm -hmm. But it's like, why can't I, I'm on the mindset and I've always been on the mindset of like, why can't I be that? 
I'm going to yeah. be that. Fuck you. I'm going to do it. Um, and I need, I like the people saying like, why would you do that? That's not going to work. You know, you have to be this to make it. That's my part of my driver. That's part of like what inspires me and like fuels me to be like, to do it and to like look back on it and say, okay, even if I don't get there, say I don't get there. I know, okay, I put in a hundred percent. I, I did everything I could to make that a reality. Um, and it, if it didn't happen, it's all right. It doesn't happen for everyone. Not everything's going to hit. But I know that I it didn't hit not hit because I didn't put in the the effort and the time and the work yeah. and the mentality. I love failing after it. you know you've tried. Right. You know it's it's the best way because you learn so much and I tell people like you're gonna fail. I mean everyone says that you know but it's like until you actually go through it and realize that that's the truth and you learn so much through it it's like refreshing. Yeah. You know and it's, there's been so many things that I've wanted to do or try and then it's been like months or years that I just dreamt about it. And was like, I want to do that. And it kind of like brought me like what people call like that depression of being like, oh, it's never going to happen because I'm not doing it. Right. And then once I actually do it and then I have fun with it, but then I realize it's not actually what I want to do. It's like a weight that slipped on my shoulder. It's not something like, oh, I wasted so many years trying or wanting to do it. It's more like a relief. Now I can let that side go. Mm -hmm. I've learned from it. Now let me take the next step to make that better. Yeah. So it's, I, I, I like that. But also what you said about the the 5% make it. I feel like if you look at it in both ways, it's like one, it's a, it's a challenge to get there, but then it's like, can you be part of that five percent? Right. It's almost like you, it's it's a certain bracket, and it should inspire you to want to push it more. Yeah, I think too sports like my my just growing up playing sports and um, being like so involved in in sports my whole life has taught me that it's like the what's going to set you apart so like because of that mentality of only that small 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 percentage are going to make it i've seen so many people whether it's football mma crossfit whatever it is be able to get close or get on their way to that but then somebody that was way lower in skill in um you know genetic gifts all of those things get further get to actually that point because of all of the work they put in so that's mm -hmm. what kind of drives me to be like okay, what do I need to do and how do I need to set it up so that like my daily and what I'm doing every day represents that goal? Yeah. And it's like, okay, what am I doing every day? Am I just saying like, okay, my goal is to have, you know, a, a, a successful podcast that can help, you know, connect me with cool people. I can do what I love, which is like talk to people and um, get to know people from different backgrounds. And um, can I can I, uh, and what am I doing every day to make that successful? Am I just like pissing in the wind and being like, oh yeah, I hope it happens one day. Like, and thinking like, oh, it's, it's the guests or, oh, it's, you know, I just, it's the, the timing or, oh, it's just not hitting or whatever. And it's like, no, like there's stuff you can do every single day that will, that will push that. So yeah. like how, how, how much time are you spending on Instagram? Just like, Fucking, oh, lot. this is cool. Not, not you. Not <laughs> no, no. You. But it's, it's true. No, because it's like I, I'm getting the inspiration from you. It's, it's, I'm like that person where yeah. it's... Um, but you see the cool shit and I, you can... And it's so easy to fall into that. Because I look like you can call myself. it work. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, You're I like go through market and, research. Market research. Um, <laughs> it's, it's funny. Do you, do you enjoy podcasting? A ton. Like I wouldn't do this if I didn't enjoy it. Like yeah. if, I, if I wanted to do it and I like started to like... Um, to like do it and we did a, a couple episodes that we didn't even record with or we tried to record but they were with like these shitty mics and like we were like just in an empty 
fucking empty room and it was like we tried it but it was still fun yeah it was still cool because i get so mad when we were like with friends and we we're having like a great conversation yeah. i'm like dude we could have fucking recorded this like it would have been so good because we do podcasts we do all right. these things and i feel like sometimes um the best conversations are lost just when you're shooting the, uh, shooting the shit you know yeah. uh, but that's why i like it when you're like uh if say you're in a house this is your house yeah. or say i don't know if you put Studio, it out whatever there, whatever you call it your house um but like have you ever just been like in a conversation with, like let's just quickly go and like set up a podcast and start talking? Uh yeah, so we've done it with I'm trying to remember. I've done it with a few guests because it used to be at the gym. Mm. So we would be like working out and we would be like um you know Sarah Sigmund's daughter, the crossfitter, blonde hair, Icelandic, maybe, maybe. you might know if you saw her. Um and Adrian. So we were training and they were at the gym and we were like, shit, we're having like a good time we're talking about like cool stuff about involved with the crossfit world involved involved with their backgrounds what they're going through all this stuff and you know we just set it up hey let's go record let's go record a podcast and let's do it and they were like one of our first episodes like episode six five seven eight they're episode eight okay and so um and so, yeah, like those are the best. And especially when you have uh, a previous like knowledge or friendship with that person, like you're going to so have, yeah, that, and especially if they could be good on camera to have that conversation. Some people like you're having a good, good conversation and you're like getting into like some, some cool stuff that people would want to know. And then you turn on the cameras and it's like, Rrr. I feel like I could be like that. It takes a while for me <laughs> to warm like, up. Nah, I mean. I warmed you up in the garage and you were great. Oh, cool. Okay. <laughs> we call the garage the green room. Nice. Yeah, the, yeah. The gym, the green room. Like, I like to use that you as like. You put me in a comfortable place that I knew. Yeah, you're like, oh, okay, I know this. This yeah. is cool. I but used to like, talk so much shit on podcasts. Yeah. Because I was like, me this, too. before like podcasts <laughs> became like a, a huge thing, I was like, yeah. how is a podcast, we're going backwards. Mm -hmm. You know, in technology, like, I was like, we're going back to audio. Right. You know, <laughs> yeah. everything needs to be video. Everything needs to be like visual stimulant. Yeah. I was like, how is a podcast that's going to be an hour long be popular with kids? Yeah. How is it going to be popular with anyone? You know, I was on the same boat. I was like, what the fuck is a podcast and why are you listening to it? Like, that sounds like the most miserable thing of my life. Boring. Yeah, boring. But it's so much fun. It's so interesting to watch, listen. And it's mm -hmm. like, there's people that like, that when I did it, I was like, why the fuck would people want to listen to me? And I hated my first podcast. Yeah. And I got so many messages of people being like, hey, I really enjoyed this. I felt like I was with you and like I, I enjoyed the conversation. They liked the, the way I spoke. Um, and it's good to hear because I'm like, I hate the way I hear sound on camera and everything. Um, but That's it, a big thing too is like if you want to get better like with the podcast or with like competing or with anything, I hate watching myself compete, work out, um, You have anything. abs though. Uh, yeah, but it doesn't matter. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> if I had abs, I'd watch myself all day. Um, but it's not like I'm not in bodybuilding, so it doesn't fucking yeah, matter yeah, yeah. how you look. Um, and I hate like watching and listening to my own podcast. Like I mm. fucking hate it. Like, cause I'm like judging everything I say. I'm like critical of like, fuck, why'd you say it like that? You idiot. Like, why didn't you, like, you should have gone in on this. You should have like kept talking about this. You should have asked, like, there's all those thoughts that run through your head. Oh, I fucking hate the way my voice sounds like. All that shit. Why are you so loud? Why are you still talking? Like, do, you, do you think if you <laughs> went back and like say like listen to your last podcast compared to your first one is a huge difference? Yeah, there's a huge difference, and but also like I've had to force myself to listen to them. Like I'll make myself. It's not fun, and it's not like what I want to do. But like instead of listening to 
somebody else's podcast, I'll listen, I'll make myself listen to my own. So I'm like, so you will put yourself in that like uncomfortable position. You have to. Yeah. If you want to get better, because like, Otherwise, how are you going to get better? Otherwise, how are you going to know you sound like an idiot? Otherwise, how are you going to know? That's what I had to do with uh, talking to girls. Yeah? I had to, like, go up and, like, in a very nice and, like, the setting. I wasn't going up to random girls on the streets or anything. But, like, say we're at the bar, like, somewhere mm-hmm. random. And uh, someone was, like, I was just, like, oh, that girl's really cute. Then one of her friends would be, like, go talk to her. And I'd be, like, before, I'd be, like, no, nah, let's just kick it with each other. You know, this is comfortable <laughs> for me. And then after a while, like, uh, like later, not, like, that day, but then, like, as I got more comfortable... Uh, find ways to be able to approach them respectfully and then talk to them and it would be like nine out of ten times they were like nah uh, but then it, it kind of got rid of that anxiety that I had right. with like trying to approach women and like do that Always, luckily I've always been super respectful that's like the biggest thing and I because I knew how they get approached and what they talk about that they don't like uh, it just came down to they weren't attracted to me so I was like I get that you know yeah. um, I mean you do have a specific look and some girls are going to dig that, but yeah, others yeah. are like going to be like, oh, this guy has no hair. He's yeah, got a yeah. beard. <laughs> he looks like he drove the plane into the tower. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They're going to have all these thoughts. Like my, I was at a high school, uh, what is it, our homecoming. And there was a, uh, it was a, a, a around the world theme. And one of my buddies, uh, Spencer Lauder, shout out to Spencer. Uh, he dressed up as a terrorist. Uh, with the turban, like full for, beard. Uh, for Halloween or around the world? It, it was, it was like the around the world homecoming dance okay and he was like dancing with this girl like grinding everyone knows how girls get down and guys get down in high school like we all know that and the girl turns around and goes i can't do this my dad's um a marine and he's actually in the middle east right now and walked away and i was like it's like triggering for her that's brutal (laughs) i used to uh tell people because i'm not like the the biggest like fan of like making jokes about that like i grew up in that time where like a lot of my family serious yeah um, but then I was like, cause it's, it's a hard thing for, for me to even talk about. Cause I was like, I had, I had families that died too, you know? Yeah. Like my uncles were the one that were flying the plane, you know, like stuff <laughs> like that where it was like, people like, I remember I used to make people feel so uncomfortable. Like I was going to go in with you. Yeah. Cause they were like, uh, they were like, would they do like a terrorist <laughs> joke? And I was like, I was like, Hey, I, I don't, I don't talk I don't about like 9-11. That. Like uh, it's really disrespectful. I'm like, Oh, I'm so sorry. I was like, yeah. I was like, my uncles died too. You know? And it's like, it's the, it kind of breaks the ice. But then, uh, I used to, uh, I remember in like junior high, I dressed up as a terrorist and I didn't know any better. Uh, I, I thought it was just funny because I think it was one of those like, um, I got called it a lot. So I was like, all right, these motherfuckers, they want to call me. And I was like, let me dress up for Halloween. And I remember I had a teacher uh, where she started crying because she was so like, not like, I, I felt like it was more like that white guilt that she had mm-hmm. uh, that she was like, because at first she, she found it funny. But she didn't want to be seen because I had another kid that didn't like it. And she was, like, Afghan as well. Uh, and then she felt bad. And then she was like, that's disrespectful. My teacher started coming and saying that was disrespectful after she told me that was funny. Mm. So it's, like, a funny play. And it's, like, for me, it's I, I get where it's, it can be serious. Yeah. Uh, but then I'm, like, it's also in a time where I'm, like, if they're going to put this pressure on me, I'm, like, I'm going to put it back. I'm going to steer into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then uh, it's fun to make people uncomfortable, but then when it, when it needs to be, <laughs> it's you know? so good, yeah. I have family that died, too. <laughs> now, like... All right, guys, we're going to take a break to tell you about one of our sponsors. You hear that noise? That's the sound of 7,000 horsepower of ceramic blade straight to your genitals. All right, this thing is sleek. It's the newest lawnmower 3.0 from Manscaped. If you guys use code PARDONME, you guys will get 20% off plus free shipping on all things Manscaped. Um, We've got the holidays coming up, so... 
get your friend a, a subtle, not so subtle way of telling your friend maybe they need to trim their nuts. They need to do a little bit better job grooming their hair, their uh, chest, ball, shaft, leg, whatever kind of hair they're dealing with. They even have nose hair trimmers. Um, I know we all have that friend that has way too many nose hairs and it is impossible to look them in the eye while they're talking to you without looking at those creepers down below. So uh, Manscaped, they're available in the UK now, um, all over America. These things are nice, anti-nick uh, technology, so you're not gonna cut your nuts off while you're uh, shaving. <laughs> Everyone wants to look good for the occasion, but they do not wanna lose a nut. They do not want to uh, hit any of those arteries or whatever you got down there. Um, so use these Manscaped anti-nick technology. Uh, it's going to save your nuts. I've been using this. I've been liking it. Mikey's been using it longer than me, um, and he swears by it. So check them out, guys. Manscaped.com. Code pardon me. Help me help you. Going back to like the, the whole, like say, like approaching women and scary thing, Like yeah. I remember because uh, now I just started getting tattoos and everything. And if I wear a tank top and I'm just a bald-headed, bearded guy in downtown LA with tats, uh, all my friends are like, dude, you're starting to look fucking scary. Like, you gotta, you gotta be careful. Walking <laughs> you're like a around. gang member now. Yeah. So I, I, especially with the mask. Oh like, yeah. Like I can't like smile at people. I can't like show them I'm trying to be nice and polite. Because uh, I'm like, I can, I can't be mad. Like, I, it's impossible to get me mad. Um, I'm always, even if you're mad at me, I'm super respectful and like nice. But you can't, I, I can't judge what people do. Or, like, or they're gonna judge me on how I look, no matter what. So I always like I see people like like walking away from me or doing that. I'm like, okay, I get it. You know, I feel like I'm a small guy. Yeah, I was expecting you to be bigger based off of like yeah your posts and your your uh, Instagram and your uh, those videos. Yeah, yeah. I thought you'd be bigger, taller, bigger, both. Like, how much do you think I weigh? From the videos or right now? Right now. Uh, you probably two thirty. Okay, that's good. Yeah, two forty. Yeah. I feel like most people would think I'm like one ninety. <laughs> and I'm like, where? <laughs> not a professional weight guesser yeah and then uh but like that's cool because people think the same about me when they meet me they're like oh i thought you were gonna be way bigger no you, you're bigger than i thought oh i was bigger than yeah, you yeah. Thought. oh yes you're way bigger than i thought got one <laughs> most people are like oh i thought you were gonna be uh bigger than you actually are i'm like fuck yeah. you man like that's not i think my cool. head's just so big because like when i stand next to people like uh-huh. but you're also like a strong dude you're like squatting a shit ton of weight you're a power lifter uh, so I think that, but also the head, yeah, the beard. I know <laughs> yeah. when I when I uh, cut my hair, I cut my hair and like shaved my beard like a couple years ago. Um, people thought I like lost a lot of weight, and I was like, no, I'm the exact same weight. But it was like you need the, you need to update your profile picture. This one right here. Yeah, I know the the part of me yeah. logo because yeah. I like the the hair with the, the the long hair, the the color in it. Yeah, this is so good. This this video of the the girl. Uh, go down the drawing, the drawing. <laughs> like yeah right there because <laughs> like you look at the drawing and you're like fuck oh that's actually kind of accurate <laughs> like it's not as bad as you think it's gonna be <laughs> it's, it's always the so i've had so many videos go like viral right okay. it's never the ones that i want no it's never the like, ones i try this is gonna hit this yeah. is gonna be viral i'm gonna be a fucking star after this like it's the, the most simplest ones that i like are just which ones filmed. Um, so the most recent one that like I get tagged in every single yeah. day, it's uh, almost at the top, is that one right there on the right. This one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and like it does okay on my page, but every day like it, it goes on pages that have like 20 million followers, 10 million yeah. followers. Um, what helps a lot is TikTok. Yeah. 
I was like, again, the biggest t- uh, shit talker on TikTok. And then yep, me I, too. Well, I, well, I told everyone, I was like, uh, I didn't like it because of what was on there at the time. But I was like, yeah, everyone talks shit. And I, I talk, I was like, Tell I, me I real don't like quick it. what was on there that you saw. And I want to know it, if it was, it was the same. It was just like dancing. Yeah, but like did you see kids. like the 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 like middle aged people talking about like their divorce and like doing TikToks of that, like yeah? So that was <laughs> that was a uh, I feel like that was more in the recent times of TikTok though because mm. when I got on it was like just the worst like dancing just it was it was bullshit and then but I told people because I was like it's good to get on it now because we did the same thing about Instagram. We did the same thing about Facebook. We did the same thing about Vine, especially. Vine. I was I was like, this is Vine. This is a reboot of Vine. And I saw what happened to Vine and I can't handle that heartbreak again. Yeah. <laughs> Are you on it now? Yeah, TikTok. Yeah, I, yeah. I jumped on like reluctantly when uh, maybe beginning of quarantine, like March, and then was just like kind of looking like, what the fuck is this? Like, very reluctant and then i just started like throwing stuff up just to see what would happen and stuff and just see how how stuff would do um and surprisingly the most viewed stuff is like the podcast stuff just like podcast dopes of and random ones that you like you said that stuff that you wouldn't even think would be like oh that's gonna be like people are gonna like that it's just like random shit um and it gets like thirty thousand like views and that's like the most on on that page because i have like a hundred followers on yeah, TikTok. Well, it's, it's crazy how how much you can follow because then for them the conversion sucks. So like if you go to a TikTok page, unless they're like huge, huge, um, they'll have say like a hundred, two hundred thousand followers on TikTok, and then you go to Instagram, they have like a thousand followers. Mine's like the opposite, but I haven't promoted my TikTok on here. Um, but, but then it, on TikTok, <clears throat> I it was doing nothing. Yeah. And then I posted that one video, and then that one got like three hundred thousand likes and yeah. like like four million views. Um, and then a bunch of people start coming in. And I start posting like all my old stuff that went viral, and like it does pretty good. Yeah. And then once I post on there, because this video on my page, because it's cropped, that's not the video that goes viral. Like the that one. Right. The one that's going viral is the one with that I have the captions and everything on TikTok. So that's how I know it's coming from TikTok because I see all over Instagram or people tag me in it like ten times, twenty times a day, but it's it's with the captions from TikTok. So that's why I like it because it's like if you want to be on the forefront of it, you got to be using all platforms. And it's yeah. like these kids are like smart with how they do it. Like that's where I'm learning how to do like yeah. my social media game now. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're figuring it out. And I think like what works on TikTok doesn't work on Instagram. What works on Instagram doesn't work on TikTok. Yeah. All of that shit is all separate and you have to like understand what, what the purpose of each one is for. Yeah. But it's a whole different, like I'm not the same person I am on TikTok. I haven't <laughs> done like, like anything. I'm, I'm just reposting it. But when I go into TikTok, it's a different mindset, like you said. Mm-hmm. If I started posting like the things that I do on, on uh, TikTok, on Instagram, it would, people would hate me. Yeah. You know, because sure. they don't want to see that. No, definitely. TikTok uh, at first to me was weird too because it's like, why do I want to go on there? And like, and everyone that jumped on TikTok in the beginning was like, and like all the celebrities you see that jump on TikTok now, you're just like, you see them do these dances and I'm just like, fuck, stop. Yeah. Stop so it's, this. It's, well, all, I feel like all the most famous people on TikTok, they don't do original content. Right. But one of our, oh, in this video, music video is one of our best friends. This I Am Jealous? Yeah. This big ass buff black guy. And he was just like, he was like, hey, don't show anyone, but he showed me the video and he's like <laughs> dancing with Doja Cat. And it's like super viral now. Right. Is, is it, it on that video? Uh, maybe if you click, click on it, it you might Mike. see him. I feel like this is just a... Just a little small clip. Maybe if you... So she's... No, nah, it's not this one. So if you go like the actual music video, see him. Right. But then, uh, yeah, it's cool. Like, So what you just post like mostly like the podcast stuff on there right now? 
Uh, yeah, I've been posting some podcast stuff. I've been like posting some older lifting videos. I've been posting like, uh, like ice baths, just trying to see like what, what people like. And most of the stuff is the podcast clips. Yeah. And it's gotta be like short enough where it's like, um, viewable for somebody that's going to not get distracted and be like, ah, I'm out. That's it's got to be like a, a hook enough to be like, oh, I'm interested. And yeah. then, um, play it out. Like the one that did really well was my buddy, Kevin. He, um, had a clothing line called wallpaper kit. And it was like, remember when everyone was wearing like the festival gear was like the shorts and the shirt that matched and it was mm. like floral or like uh, bird print or like had some type of print all the way through it. It would be like American flag, like full through. Uh, not that, that it was like, uh, maybe if I see. uh, it was like a Hawaiian, it looked like kind of Hawaiian theme. Like this guy go top left. Taika. Mike. Yeah. Tyke, uh, left, left down, down, down. Sorry. Down. Yeah. So like, he see his shirt. Like it would match the pants. And it would match oh, the cool. pants. So like you'd see everybody at like, or all the guys would wear that to like festivals. Here it is matching like the, the shorts. Is so that your friend's company? Yeah. So that's oh, his that's company, dope. Wallpaper Kit. And he's just a, that was just like for fun. Him and his buddy started that. And he's a, a cinematographer, like cinematographer. He's a camera guy for, he started doing like big Hollywood movies. And then he did a lot of stuff for Progenics and like in okay. the fitness space. Yeah. And then now he does freelance stuff for like BMW, Red Bull. like That's funny. I, I, I've seen this, uh, Taika wears this before too. Yeah, so uh, Taika started wearing it and he became kind of known and that's a producer for, um, he was on Avengers, he was on uh, Thor Ragnarok. I'm actually getting a tattoo of him on me. Of Thor Taika. or Taika? Uh, from What We Do in the Shadows, like one of my favorite movies. Yeah. So uh, one, of the, one of the, so the three characters that are the vampires I was going to get on me. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of Taika. Okay, yeah, so th this, um, they emailed him one day and uh, my buddy and somebody was like, hey, uh, we, will, we like your, you know, your clothing line. We want to throw it on a CG character in one of our upcoming films. Oh, so it was in the movie, so too. So it was in Avengers. And they were like, is it cool if we throw it on, like, one of our CG characters? And at first he was like, whose fucking film school project is this? Yeah. Like, wh who is this? He scrolled up to the top and it was like Marvel Studios. And he was like, oh, Oh, my shit. God. That would have been, like, the, the <laughs> most. I would have freaked out. <laughs> That's so dope. I didn't know it was his. Yeah. So then they featured it on, uh, what's this guy? Korg. Yeah. When they find him in the, 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 the room. Yeah. With Fat Thor. Yeah. Oh, it's, okay, yeah, yeah, that's right. And that's I think he starts wearing it throughout the whole movie, but that's they when they first saw him. In the Thor movie. Yeah, they met him yeah. in Thor, and then they put his clothing on him in Avengers Endgame. When they're just like talking, when he's talking shit to the kid online. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, guy, the guy, the kid's back, he called me a dickhead again. <laughs> Have you, uh, do you know who uh, the Rolk is? Yes. So it's one of the ants, uh, guys that he connected with me with, and then uh, that guy is like crazy, and he's training all like the Avengers people and everything mm -hmm. like that. But then I remember he posted the. Um, it, it's weird how like with social media you, you it's like everyone's connected. Mm -hmm. So it's like people. There is no difference between like these huge celebrities. You could just type in, they might reply now. When before yeah. it's like you would never get a chance to speak with them. Well, I think that's cool, but it's also not cool. It's yeah. cool, but it's like if you're them or if you're somebody that gets hit up a ton. Yeah. It's like to deal and you understand why these celebrities, why these people that are popular on Instagram or t Twitter or whatever deal with so much like anxiety and depression and stuff. Oh, yeah, Cause like yeah. anybody can, any dickhead in their fucking undies with Cheeto fingers can just go, Oh, I didn't like what they did here. What they said, I'm going to go like talk shit to them. I'm yeah. going to send them a DM or I'm going to send them. You have to be very strong with how right. you like deal with that. Yeah. Cause like for me, it's when I deal with hate, I, when I don't get hate really, right. Cause I feel like I've, I've kind of dealt with it. 
And but like, I feel like you're a person that if I if I see you, I see your your character, who you are, who you're portraying. Like I don't think that me talking shit to you is gonna do anything to you or affect yeah, you. Yeah. It's probably gonna make you laugh and entertain you. So I'm only gonna like if if I'm like a, a somebody that's spewing that, I wanna do I'm gonna wanna do it to somebody that I think like You can actually hurt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there was this um one of my friends that I know in real life, but then I follow her on TikTok. She was uh, responding to a hate comment. I was like, I was like, hey, like, because she started getting a small following. I was like, nip this in the bud now because these these kids, all they want to see is you respond to them. So they'll talk shit. So like when we were doing like JK News or all these things, and then um, some of our people were getting a bunch of hate, um, they'll go and respond to them, and then like it literally be like, fuck you, kill yourself, like bad stuff, um, and then they would respond. And then those those kids that left the comments were like, "Oh my god, I didn't know you were gonna see this. I'm just, I'm a huge fan, so I didn't mean that." And right. I'm like, they, they just, just want attention. So I told her that, and then she was like, "No, I get it." And then she goes and starts responding to all of them, and then like making videos on it. And I was like, "Then you start seeing them because they're like, oh, this p- p- person that I, I think is famous featured, yeah. is like responding. I have to leave hate comments, and now it's nothing but hate comments. So for me, I was like, um, if I'm gonna respond to one, it's gonna be a really good roast." Um, <laughs> yeah. and I'm going to respond to five more that are positive. Yeah. Uh, so people know that if they leave a positive thing, they're going to get a res- good response. Uh, and if, if I do respond to one, it's a rule that I have to respond to a bunch more that are positive. Um, that's good. I like that. But if I do respond to it, it's like, I even do things that make me look stupid. I remember I posted on my story once where it was like, a guy was like, like, you're fucking stupid. Um, and I was like, it's, it's spelled U R E like I, I, or I forgot y-o-r-e like you know how when people like misspell your yeah and people correct them and try to sound smart you, you so are. he did spell it correctly and i i misspelled it horribly and he was like all right you got me i'm a fan now you know like because <laughs> he was actually trying to be a dick you yeah. know um but i was like if you can win them over do it if not just delete it yeah. it's so much easier and it's like it, you might not get that satisfaction but like a block and delete it's nothing yeah you know just get rid of it it's like Two, I think the best way I heard it described, or one of the best ways, was these people that are doing that, like sending that hate, putting that out there. It's like if we, you, you saw that in real life, like say you were uh, the best example that I, I heard was uh, of a comedian and their show, and somebody was like tweeting about, like, ah, oh, I hated it, it's terrible, don't go see it, da 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 da, I was offended. And then you're like, people are then like championing, championing that person and being like, yeah, like so brave of you to stand up. Like it was wrong. This, this is, they're like supporting them online. And it's like, if you saw that person in real life outside of their comedy theater and they were like yelling in the street about don't go see this person. Like they're crazy. Yeah. Why would you ever listen to that person? This is a crazy person. Yeah. But online that's a hero. Yeah. It's. (laughs) It's so weird. I, I just don't like it where people like, oh, that one did good. 4.2 mil. Oh, that's good. I, I don't know that. Is is 4.2 good? <laughs> it's it's easy for stuff to go viral. You know who uh, our buddy is? Alexi Throti. Do I know who? Alexi Throti. He won gold yes. medal at the Olympics. Yes. We did a whole... Do you see the video with us where he just beat the shit out of me? No. Is uh, that it right there? No, no. Okay. That's, I'm just reposting him. But yeah. then... um. Like, uh, we did one where he basically came to of America. Of course, Mike, Mike, get out of there. That doesn't even have a lot of views. <laughs> Just checking the girl you out. fucking guy. <laughs> she's, she's killing on TikTok. She's one of our, our buddies, but then she has, like... I think now he's scared to hover over it again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if you scroll down, you'll see the other ones. So, it's it, I hate it because then... So, watch. Scroll up. I did one with my roommate, right? So, we got 20, the one more. One more, 24. Yeah, yeah. So, I posted that, and it got 3 million views, a couple hundred thousand likes. 
and then they deleted it because I got slapped. And they're like, oh, we don't promote violence. So they let me get the views and everything, and then they deleted it. So I was like, this, oh. Which guy's your room? Uh, so the guy in the back? Uh, no, the Bradley. Oh, Bradley. You yeah, live with him? Yeah, okay. him and uh, Dom. And then, you know the guy in the back? He's Kevin Hart's trainer? Yes. That's yes. boss. <laughs> Shit was so funny. <laughs> so like, I hate it because they deleted it. And then if you scroll down, that's where like I reposted in two different versions. But then... Uh, uh, not that one, but one more on the left. Okay, yeah. Like if you click on it, like the views. That's the one that was getting a lot of posts. Yeah, I got like 356,000 likes. Like it's crazy how TikTok promotes it. Right. Because it doesn't deserve that many likes. It, it just... <laughs> it doesn't the, deserve that many <laughs> The algorithm is insane right now. So that's right. why I'm like telling everyone, get on TikTok. If you, if you're, if you want social right. media to be a job and stuff, yeah. take advantage of everything that you can. Well, TikTok right now is like how old Instagram used to be. Yeah. Right. So like people that were on Instagram before, and by the way, before we get off this video, what, what happened after you cut anything or did he know you were going to be there? Uh, I, I posted the full edit. So oh, okay. if you go back exit, if you scroll up, cause I still get comments to the day. Yeah. Um, no, one more up what to the, the right. What the gulag is. <laughs> cause that's why everyone started commenting on the video. Like he's in the gulag. So this, yeah. this, this is the full video. So this was his fifth rep, by the way. Yeah. He's a strong motherfucker. Right? So oh. This was the original? Yeah. And then... Oh, okay. So you edited it... Let me see the full. So it was like frame by frame. I had to cut the weight around me so it looked like I'm in the background and everything. Oh, shit. So you just cut... You just went frame by frame and Photoshopped that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I do like uh, video effects and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. That's how like I got my start in like filmmaking. Okay. It's not the best. It was filmed on an iPhone and it was like... It's good enough. Yeah, it tricked like, people. Yeah. I mean, it's better than a lot of fucking CG films right now. No. Yeah. <laughs> I see some bad CG. Really? Yeah. Oh, this one's funny. Uh, this one went super viral. This was like all over Facebook online, which is one of my friends being an idiot. <laughs> but like the noises he's making. Yeah. And then uh, if you go back to... This one I like. So I was just filming for Mark Bell. You know who Mark Bell is? Yes. And then I caught this girl in the background, like Ooh. literally orgasming while she's watching. <laughs> Wait, like, play that, play that, play that. Oh. Oh. She was oh. nice. It's funny because it's so crazy. So <laughs> she blew up too. She became like really popular. She was doing like the calisthenic stuff and like yeah. Uh, I'm sure Mikey and... follows her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I'll find all the girls that Mikey follows. And yeah. Be attracted. To I go to ones. my fucking uh, explore page and it's a fucking zoo. And <laughs> I'm like, why is all of this only this? And I look, Mikey Wynn follow yeah, yeah. or liked it. Like fuck, Mike. <laughs> no, I need to follow him so I can you like need find to follow this girl. <laughs> it's because you're married. You don't care anymore. Yeah. This does nothing for me. <laughs> You're not married, are you, Mike? No. no. Okay. Go down. That's go good. down. What was I gonna say about that? That was that was good. Go no. Go down to that. Um, the the last. Keep going. Keep going. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Like just with social media. So like, if you go up, oh, I just got my teeth done too. By the way, are you are those fake? Fake. Yeah. Yeah. They look really good. Yeah. They, they, I was like, damn, this guy has got really nice good nice teeth. Job. And so show me the, I was going to say, what are these filed down? This is what they did to your teeth yeah, yeah. before. <laughs> I'm this? super open with everything that I'll do. That's like, awesome. If I get anything, I'll, I'll tell people. Why did you get veneers? Uh, so growing up, I, like when I was a kid, I had the baby tooth and then the adult tooth started coming in behind the other one. It didn't push it out. It just went behind it. 
Um, and then when the baby tooth fell out, the doctor was like, just keep pushing with your tongue. It'll eventually go for it. I'm like, okay. Um, <laughs> that sounds scientific. <laughs> yeah. So then I had a, like, oh, if you click on this video in the middle, you kind of get a glimpse of my tooth. Maybe you just, when I'm like, nah, you won't probably be able to see it. But um, it was a huge <laughs> source of like insecurity Fuck. for me. Yeah. Watch the dumbass, dude. He's so funny. Is this your, this is your coach, right? My boss. Your boss. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, no, I don't think I have a coach. I just go into the gym and bullshit my workouts. Yeah. But he's, so he's the owner of Bar Brigade. Okay. He's the owner of uh, JK Films, JK News and all yeah. that stuff. Um, so then I was like, I couldn't smile on camera. I couldn't talk to people. I couldn't do a lot of things. And just because you were insecure about the tooth. Yeah. It was like a huge, like a huge, my biggest Snaggle insecurity tooth. ever. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I'll, I'll show you pictures. <clears throat> I don't know if you guys can like throw up. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Send it to, uh, here, just airdrop it to. I can do it after. I'll remember too. Yeah. Um, and then I was. Uh, <clears throat> well, I want to fucking see it. Dude. Oh, you want to see now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, I show like people, and it's just like it's a crazy difference where I'm so much. Be- like I feel so much more confident with them. Yeah. But it was um. Like so, growing up, I couldn't talk to people. It was like I would hide my teeth. I would like not smile in photos, especially when I first started doing things on camera. Then I would really notice it, you know. Uh, but through, through time, like within the past, like five years, I've grown so much more confident with being able to speak and knowing that it was just in my head. Um, and I think that's what, like, I learned through a lot of things, like with your insecurity, it's you. Like when I would go into a room and talk or like, I remember when I was in high school and like doing pre- presentations, um, I would get up and I was so nervous in front of talking, like talking in front of people that I would start crying. You oh know? shit! In front of the class. In front of the class. Just bawling. Not bawling, but like tears would be coming tears out of my eyes. Uh, I was so nervous. That's and then, amazing. Uh, the only way I was like comfortable was when I would like try to make people laugh or do like my comedy right. bits. But through that, I like now I realize that those kids weren't even paying attention to me. They were worried about them having to go up. Yeah. You know, everyone's just or they worried were worried about, about like the chick three do- three seats down and exactly. trying to like impress her. Yeah. So it's like, and that's what I was worried about because there was a chick that I liked in the class, you know. <laughs> yeah. But like. Um, so luckily, Mike like, probably follows her. Probably, she actually doesn't have an Instagram. I, I know he her probably sister. found it though. Yeah, I, dude, I, trust me, I can find any girl. I can't find her. Um, but uh, what's it called? I was like, um, I learned to have the confidence with them. Yeah. So luckily, I was able to fix my confidence issues. You, after not, you fixed your teeth, though, I fixed my no, teeth. Both, <laughs> so anybody that's looking to do work, do the work. Do the work. It does help. I tell people like, um, like. Luckily, I overcame that insecurity um, before I got it fixed. So it wasn't like a crutch or something that I like just covered up. Yeah, because a lot of people just do it, do the work, and then they like don't address the emotions behind it exactly. and all of that. So then they just – I feel like that's why they just keep cutting because they're like, oh, I was insecure about this. And now I'm insecure about that. And you just wind up with this never-ending like I got fake tits. Now I got fake lips. Now yeah. I got a nose job. Now I got – you know. Whatever. I'm actually all for whatever you want to do, but if you can, like, understand why you want to do it. Right. Um, and if you can, like, I would never agree to butt implants because I'm like, you can squat. If you want to get bigger boobs, completely go for it. If you want to go a nose job, because I know my Middle Easterns are, like, got sometimes big noses or yeah, whatever. call them beaks. Beaks, yeah. And if they, <laughs> if they want to fix that, I'm like, learn to love yourself first before you do it. Right. Um, but then, so I only got these, like, two months ago. Um, so did you have the the uh, the golem teeth for a while before that? No, so it was uh, so I went to Turkey and got them done, oh, right? Because okay. they're they're one cheaper. They do an amazing job. And then like I even have friends that got done out here that are like um, they spend like eighty a hundred k on their teeth and they don't look as good as this. Where what was your? Do you still have family in where? Like where are you from? Like family wise, uh, Afghanistan, but everyone's in the Bay Area. Right. I'm the only one that's. So you don't have area. any like 
family. So it was a, it was a trip. To it was, get it yeah, no, it was completely just for this. Because yeah. it's like, it's a, not many Americans go out there, but uh, they go for like hair transplant or no, nose jobs. Mm. Uh, but it's a big for the people in the UK. And a lot of like UK celebs go to the spot I went to. Because um, it's so much more expensive here. And it takes like What's two the months. What's spot? Shout it's out. Dental Center Turkey. But center is spelled C-E-N-T-R-E. Okay. Like See, do, I would never choose. Like, I'm like, they can't even spell center, right? So why <laughs> would I go? I guess that's, that's how the rest that's of the world spells it. it yeah. I'm like, us Americans are the ones that are incorrect. So we can't spell it, right? Yeah. Shout out to Dental Center Turkey. Yeah, if you go to like the Smile Gallery or Testimony. Are you in there? No, no. Oh. I'm not a celebrity like them. Like they have, but I, they have a bunch of people. Who are these people? I don't know these people. Just UK people. Okay. I don't see Adele. Yeah, she wouldn't talk about it if she got it done. So then, uh, yeah, it was cool. Like, I, I got these done, and I like I just nonstop smiling. Yeah, you know. I just thought you had good teeth. No, no. If you, oh, this is like the only photo I ever have. <laughs> like, if you uh, if you scroll down. Uh, is that the same shirt you're wearing now? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. You didn't change, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> I wondered what that smell was. If you go down, they're not really smiling in much. Yeah, that one, that one kind of looks straight though. Yeah. But I can tell. They're not these teeth. No, no. These teeth are white. Yeah, these teeth and these are And these teeth are like four shades down from like the actual white. When did you go get these done? How new? How recent is this? Two months ago. Okay. Yeah, yeah pretty recent. Right so when they opened up? Through quarantine. Yeah. You're like, I'm right out. When, I'm out, yeah. yeah. I was like, if you like zoom in. Oh, oh I'll show you on my I phone. I see it. I see it. So yeah, keep Holy trying. Holy shit. No, if you keep trying to find one, I'll pull up a better one. Better okay. Examples. Yeah. That's cool. That's good advice that like to fix, to address what's what the actual issue is without before you start fixing stuff physically. Yeah. Cause I started like going on dates and like, I was, I'm super open with like mm -hmm. the girls and everything. I'm like, Oh, I'm going to Turkey to get my teeth. And they're like, what's wrong with your teeth? I'm like, what do you mean? Like you're not seeing them. And they're yeah. like, okay, I can see a little bit now that you pointed it out. This is a stupid video. <laughs> Zoom out a little bit, Mikey. You read the caption too. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I can see it a little bit. Now, nah, let me pull up a picture though. Because you're going to see it and you'll be like, okay, I, I get why yeah. you did it. So, like, you pull, I'll send you these photos. So, it's like, this is, I, I, I do, when I'm in the car, like, I record uh, uh, video notes. Okay. So, because I can't type, right? So, I have you a lot can't of these or just like, I'd rather uh, video record it yeah. instead of typing it while oh, I'm driving. Oh, that's smart. I like that. Because you know, I've so been doing audio, like recording audio oh, okay, instead yeah. of that. Yeah. yeah. It's just easier to go, I feel like, because you click the, the video icon. So this is my teeth when I record. This is a month difference from, the, from yeah. getting my teeth fixed, right? And it's like a huge difference in terms of like oh, getting yeah. straight, you know? And it's only a month difference, but I feel like it's changed the shape of my face and everything. I was going to say, you look like a totally different person Yeah. in those two videos. Maybe my beard was a little bit longer, but... Mm -hmm. Beard hides a lot too, by the way, so I won't shave. No, <laughs> Makes no, your I, face I did, a little bit like lo like longer, yeah, more yeah. proportional. I did lose some weight though recently, but uh, like when you look at the pictures that I've I've taken recently, like it is a. Yeah, I mean it's not as bad as I thought it was gonna be. But from the front angle, but it angle. definitely looks like oh yeah yeah. Like one hung lower. Yeah, that's a really bad photo of myself, by the way. That um. Yeah, that that like you look like a totally different person. Yeah, with that, I I feel so much better too. But again, it comes back to like I was able to kind of like fix the things that I need to, and then on top of that, now it just boosted my confidence like that much more. Right. You know. Yeah.
It's so funny because I used to have the same, I don't know if it's like every kid has this, but like the same thing about like public speaking or going up in front of class in when I was in school. And I thought like I was pretty confident or like, you know, all of that and didn't really care what people thought and all of that stuff. But it's like when you, I think there is a lot of, pre- or I guess anxiety involved with doing that, with yeah. standing up in front of people and being like, hey, this is, like pretty much you're like, this is me. The thing I didn't like about it was like, I'm so critical of myself. I was like, oh, these people are going to be critical of me too. So I'm going to be standing in front of them and they're going to be like critic, being critical about all the things I'm critical about. And I'm like standing there, what feels like it's naked, you know, yeah. it was like, everybody can see me. There's nowhere to hide all the attention's on me. And I hated it. I hate, I still like, don't like it. Yeah. It's, it's something that you, you just you <clears throat> do it and you get used to. Right. Like, I wish they taught that in school, like, at a young age. Like, it's required to take a public speaking thing or a class. I wish, hopefully, I could get a following that my, my school would reach out and be like, hey, like, you're doing good in life. That I would love to have you come and talk to the kids. Because I would literally, like, I would love to go into, like, the whole audience. Like, when, what was the assemblies? And be able to talk to the kids and be like, hey, like, look at all these people that are your friends now. And they're not going to be your friends. It's like, don't worry about this bullshit <laughs> that you think is, like, important, you know? It's hard, though, because, like, then you're the outcast. Yeah. Because then you're, like... You're the, you're, yeah, the I'll, I'll say it in a nice way, too. I'll be yeah. like, just fuck just, these guys. Yeah, <laughs> fuck these guys. They're not going to care about you. Someone's going to cheat with you on your girl. He's gonna, it's going to fuck up. But just knowing people like, Did that hey, happen? No, no, no. <laughs> I was too afraid to talk to girls anyway, so okay. it wouldn't have happened. But, like, um, <laughs> I've known many scenarios of that uh-huh. happen. Or, like, just, I'm, I'm cool with a lot of people from, from high school, but it's, things grow. The things that you cared about in high school, they're not the things you care about now. Like, right. But that was your whole world. Yeah, that was, that was it. Like, yeah, I remember like that was the biggest thing in the world. If you like went to school and you know, you liked a girl and they didn't like you back or like you liked a girl and you know, somebody said something and you got embarrassed. It was like the fucking end of the world. If in some cases, like when you were in middle school, I remember feeling that way. Yeah. We Um, had uh, like, I think like three kids commit suicide when I was in school. Damn. Uh, And like the year after when I graduated school, Newark in uh, Bay area, like next to Fremont. Um, and then it's like you hear, but you hear about that like throw. I mean, obviously there's things with depression, but then there's there's things that happen with just kids that are just getting bullied. Yeah. Or like they think that this is the end of the world, or something happens, they get embarrassed and stuff like that. But then like, if we can like teach people that like, hey, there's like this stuff doesn't matter. Like nobody really cares about this stuff. Like the people that you think are the popular ones are the most insecure. Like realizing those things and the biggest thing, and this is maybe kind of like a funny fact, but I feel like the girls that were the hottest. There's not a single one that's still hot to this day. You know, the ones that are like, the ones that are like, uh, what you call it, they, they don't think they're that beautiful are stunning now. Right. You know? Um, it's that hard work. It's that hard work. You know, so it's like, <laughs> you go through a lot and it's not to say that if you're hot now, you're not going to be or like vice versa. But um, if we had to like put money down, I'm going to say, I'm going to go agree with you that if I had to put money and I go to a high school right now, I wouldn't because, you know, you get arrested. Yeah, but. of course. <laughs> Inve- but invest in the nice girl. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Always that has cool potential. Her. That has a potential. Potential. Like, look at eyes. Yeah. Look at, like, bone structure. <laughs> look at, like, the important there was, things. There was a, look a at, girl. like, what she cares about. Yeah. Another message from our sponsor. This time we're checking out Loco Coffee, another small company. Uh, they're somewhere on the East Coast. I want to say New Jersey. And uh, these guys are great. They offer uh, cases of coffee that are enhanced. Everyone's all about the the plus these days. They're all about the Apple Plus, the Google Plus, the Disney Plus, the Plus Plus. Um, this I would say is Coffee Plus. So it's in a can. 
You throw it in the fridge, grab it on the go. You don't have to spend time roasting, um, pressing, pulling shots. This is a coffee in a can, but with that plus. So that plus is gonna be coconut water and maple water. So you're gonna have added electrolytes and taste benefits. Um, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say it's my favorite. I don't know if it's out on a limb because it's true, but it's my favorite uh, grab and go coffee in a can. We all know those coffees that you grab, you open it and it tastes like dirt. All right, this is not gonna be the case. Love these guys, local coffee. Um, pardon me. We're gonna use code Pardon Me for twenty percent off um, anything on Loco's uh, website. And I don't know that you get free shipping, but tell them you sent. Tell them we sent you, and maybe they'll throw that in for free. Twenty um, percent off though with code Pardon Me. Get that delivered straight to your house, and uh, get that jolt of energy that you need. That's important because, like, all the other girls are pregnant now, had kids. Do the I know friends that are like good for them and they love their kids. They're amazing. We're parents not saying and stuff. it's bad to get pregnant. No, no, no. <laughs> but it was uh, at the time for them. It was unfortunate that it happened. Um, but I think that luckily they're, they're amazing parents and stuff and like still close friends of mine. But they're like on their fourth kid. And I'm like, does that make you feel like any type of way? Like, thank God it didn't happen to me. Yeah. <laughs> thank God I couldn't <laughs> talk to girls. You know. But I'm saying like, does it make you feel like? You like you're gonna be on, or you should be on that chapter yet, or no? No, I'm 25. Oh, okay. I'm like, I, I still feel. You look young. older. Yeah. No, yeah. I know. It's funny because, oh, I, like, so scroll down. Yeah. Um, and you look younger now right than you there. did. So right there, that, right that's there? that's me 19, not the one on the right. That's a yeah, Imhotep. Imhotep from <laughs> the Mummy, but like that's, that's you, right? Me 19. You played Imhotep. I did. Yeah. You were older then. I was older back then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. It's funny. So when I shave and like I also have a bald head. So this was because I lost a competition. Um, that you had to shave everything? I had to shave my beard. I lost to another powerlifter at like the world championships. Um, so the, the punishment, we both had big beards and long hair. So we, we both had to, sh- uh, whoever lost whoever had to shave. Whoever lost had to yeah. shave. And then, uh, yeah, I feel like I'm just hoping when I get to like 30, 35, I don't look like 50. Well, so here's the thing because like I get that a lot too where people are like, oh, uh, 27. Oh, you're 27? Yeah. Okay, that's surprising. <laughs> See? Wait, did you think I was older than you? Uh, no, I thought you were like maybe around my age. Yeah. Or no, I did think you were like late 20s. Okay. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I get that too. It's like people think I'm older or yeah. I, uh, yeah, I'm older than I am. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'm good with that. I feel like we, well, I'm going to say we now. So I'm going to feel like we, we look older than we actually are and then we're going to stay that way. So our age is going to go like this. It's yeah. going to pass it and we're going to keep staying like looking like this. Let's just keep telling ourselves that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, uh, I would have pegged you at like maybe like 30. Okay. You know, I feel like That's what most getting, people yeah. think. Most yeah. people think I'm like 30 to 35. Yeah. Um, it's funny when I'm like talking to girls and they're like, oh, like you're too, you're too old for me. And I'm like, how, how do you think I am? And it turns out that they're like five years older than yeah. I am, you know? Um, you got to show them ID for them to believe you? Yeah. I always try to hold it as, ba- as long as I can before I show because it's just teasing. But then yeah. they never believe that, you yeah. know? Um, They're like, no way. Yeah. Stop. I, I remember <laughs> we used to go to, uh, so when I first started going to Vegas for like these competitions, um, I remember we, we went to, it was like the Olympic or some, something happened in Vegas. We were there and then uh, I, would, I would never get carded for drinks or for gambling and stuff, but everyone around me would. Yeah. Um, and it would, even with the beard or without the beard. And then uh, I remember the person that talked. Do you know who Furious Pete is? He was like a big YouTuber mm, back in the day. Not really. Um, he lost. He has a crazy story too. If he's ever down, I can get you guys to connected. But he yeah. uh, he had uh, 
cancer, uh, testicular cancer, lost one testicle. Then it came back after he was cured <laughs> and lost the second one. Wait, so he lost it or it lost the other side? Lost both now. <laughs> Wait, you said it came back? Yeah. Oh, the cancer, not the nut. No, no, no. Yeah, okay, the nut grew back. Dude, he'd be <laughs> that's why on I the cover of all medical journals if he regrew a testicle. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, he did like, he was a competitive eater and he was like jacked and everything. He had dealt with like 700 pounds. And, okay. Um, great guy, Canadian, obviously super nice. Um, but he, um, he was the one that taught me how to gamble. So we're, we're playing. This was when I was like 18 or 19, yeah. just gambling in front of everyone. And then my other buddy, who's 30, was getting carded every single time we went to the table. You know, and I'm like the 19 year old that they won't even check. They I won't think. check. Yeah. Well, they're afraid you were gonna have like a bomb underneath you. Yes, that's clothes. what I'm worried. So like, they were like, we don't card him because he'll fuck us. He'll blow us up. Dude, I used to go like if you go to like my oldest captions. Yeah. I didn't know what to caption things, so right. it would just be a, the the terrorist emoji, the turban, the, the bomb, and a, and a plane. <laughs> a terrorist emoji. Oh wait, wait oh, there's another Joe there's Rogan. Another Joe Rogan. Hold on. So, the, so this he's, is he's biting Joe Rogan twice. So go, down in the middle. Mikey, yeah, yeah, yeah. With the right curtain. there, down right. Do you not see it? Down middle. middle. If it was a chick, she'd for sure see yeah. it. <laughs> right there. Yeah, yeah. Can you click? So this was a. Uh... Don't want to ask to do this, but I'm going to. I'm not going to ask until it's over, Joe Rogan. Yeah. So this is the one. Like this is a good Photoshop job too. Yeah. So it's good. So the the actual photo is with uh, Nick Kroll. Okay. That's good. <laughs> It's crazy how much like through quarantine. So his um, uh, studio is like was like thirty seconds from my house. Mm-hmm. Um, like so literally security, right next to Mata's house. The security he has is for you. For basically for me. <laughs> yeah. like, they're like, hey, this guy moved closer. <laughs> this guy before, moved closer. Before he they weren't there. He keeps looking in the windows and shit. And then what? What about the studio? Oh, I was just say like Mata lives close. like literally next door, but I guess he moved to Texas now. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, and then. Oh, you're not going to find those comments. This was like years ago. I post so much. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, quarantine changed a lot of things. Like, I What got, did it change for you? Uh, so this year was like the year that I was like, a lot of good things happened. You yeah. know, I, I think I learned a lot about myself and what I wanted to do career-wise and just like life-wise. That Which I'm like, is? Like, I think there's the things that you want to do, like go after them, you know? Yeah. Um, life Have is a girlfriend. Short. Have a girlfriend, get tatted, get my teeth done. Get your teeth done. Um, <laughs> Certain things like that. I was the beginning of the year. I was like, okay, I'm gonna start finally uh, acting, mm. right? Uh, I was always behind the camera. I'm still like writing and stuff like that, like moving my way towards like bigger productions. And then I was like, all right, cool. Like I want to start acting. I know it's gonna be a, a hard grind, but I feel like I'm I've done my job in networking. That I have a good, solid base. And I was like, let me start um, not only reaching out to people because I'm not I don't like being like, hey, like I want to act and like I know you do this stuff. Uh, but just talking to people and then I had other people, I think just like me putting that energy out there. I'm a big believer on that. I like the, the energy you put out. The energy, yeah. Um, one of my friends came up to me. He was like, he's a writer for a big show called Drunk History. Uh, and he was like, hey, like, uh, we've been wanting to do this uh, episode with lifting. I know you want to do acting. We always talk about writing. Um, he was like, uh, let's set you up. Let's audition you and stuff like that. And then turned out I didn't even have to audition. They just saw how I looked and they're like, you'll be perfect for the part. Um, and then I worked with them in terms of casting a bunch of like a, uh, other people because they were having a hard time finding people. So I did like a bunch of their jobs for them, met a lot of cool people. Uh, and then the week, so we we're going to shoot the whole episode. Um, it, it was, do you know who Tommy Kono is? 
the weightlifter, Japanese weightlifter. Yes. So it was they were doing an episode on him. So I got Bart to play Tommy the, Kona. He's an old school lifter. Yeah. Like yeah, OG OG lifter. Yeah. yeah. So then I was playing the I think because I believe he could be in the Olympics. Yeah. Um, so Bart, my boss, was gonna play Tommy Kono, so I got him casted as it. And then I was playing the the big scary Russian guy that he beat. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got a bunch of our other athletes to uh, play with him. But then the week we were supposed to shoot was the week we went to lockdown. Um, so we had to push it back until whenever we're able to. And then a month ago, they canceled the whole season after oh. like like nine seasons. Yeah. So I was like, Damn. I remember that. Yeah. The show. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, so my my friend, the, the head writer for the show, was the one that did. He did his episode. And then Seth Rogen played the voice for, or the acted for the voice of him. So it was, it was cool. Like just at least getting to the space and like working on it and like being like okay like this year i'm gonna start doing this and actually going for it uh unfortunately you can't predict a whole pandemic was gonna happen yeah. but i think it showed me that like if you act kind of like we we're talking about at the beginning like if you put in the work things will happen yeah you know it might not be in the exact way but there'll be a way that it will grow so, and you have that i feel like having that athlete mentality or having that background helps so much yeah. because so many people are just like Oh, I want to do this, but like, I don't know what to do. I don't, I'm just going to sit around until it happens. But like with your mentality, your mindset, you're like, let me like start putting in the legwork, see where it goes. That's exactly right. Where it's the the legwork that you put in, because one thing that everyone wants is they want it now. And with training, it teaches you that it's not like if you want to put on size and get jacked, it's going to take years, you know, but you understand that and you go to the gym every single day and you push yourself to the limit every single day. Um, and that's something that I feel like most people, if they adapted that lifestyle into them, I don't know if most of your audience is just like people that came from like lifting or whatever, but like, hopefully like people understand that. Like I try to get everyone that's not into lifting just to try it out when they'll fall in love with it. It's a healthy lifestyle, mm-hmm. but it teaches them so much for outside of the gym. Yeah. I think that too, like lifting sports, like somebody that has never done sports doesn't understand it and doesn't yeah. get it. Especially a team environment, how to work with a team. Yes. That's huge, but it's cool. What else? Um, you were talking about like what quarantine has taught you, all these other things. You yeah, got anything so, else? So I love being in LA. Yeah. I think I'm going to live here probably for like a super long time. But I was like, let me go travel. Let me explore the world. There's more to like, I think also just with how America handled the, the pandemic <laughs> yeah. and seeing the other countries. I'm like, okay, there, there's a lot of other countries that are doing pretty well. Just yeah. there's so many beautiful countries. And I, I also love like cooking. I, I want to be a chef and stuff like that. So I'm like, let me explore the, the world's cuisines and stuff like you wanna that. You want to be a chef. Yeah. So, so have, what do you like? What's your what? Do you have like a timeline for that? Because like, acting, all of that, chef, like those are all like big endeavors. So like, yes. what would be your ideal timeline if it, if it worked out? Like we were talking about goals. Like even no no matter how crazy, no matter how unrealistic. Yeah. For somebody else, like what is the the goal and what is like the the vision for that? So with uh, the chef thing, never really like I don't want to work in a restaurant. I'll definitely once I have like the the capital and the the know how to open up a few restaurants, I will. I think no, Mikey but, owned a restaurant before, right? How was that? It's tough, right? Yeah, owned, yeah. owned is the key yeah, word yeah. in this sentence. No, it's like I know you're not gonna you're not gonna make money back until like six, seven years. Like, you're, you're it's, it's like owning a gym. Yeah, a g- gym is <laughs> people don't understand. A gym is not a profitable business. You <laughs> no. know? people like they want to open up a gym. I'm like, like okay, yeah. do you have a half a million dollars to burn? Yeah, and not see anything for it. Not a while for potentially ever. Yeah. So it's anyways. It, go ahead. No, no, it's, it's funny that you bring that up because I was just talking to so many people. I'm like, they want to put up a gym. I'm like, for what? I'm like, why? <laughs> just because you like, just go to a gym. Yeah, just, but, go, you know? just pay a membership, dog. I'm like, I know you love it, but it's like, it's it's so much 
harder than you think. If you got money to burn like that, let's invest it in like a stock portfolio. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I got into fucking the crypto and everything, and it's been like doing really How well. How many Bitcoins do you have right now? Uh, so I got in literally the day I dropped to 3,000. So I did a good job because I was going to buy in the week before. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was going to drop, I was just wanted to buy one. One Bitcoin. And I was going to spend 9,000 on it. Yeah. I was ready. I was going to do it that day. But then it was the day of like the LA Marathon and we're filming, and I got like tired. And then um, <laughs> I didn't run it either. So <laughs> I just was tired of watching. And then uh, we, uh, I waited a few days, and then my friend was like, yo, it's 3,000. Or it's like dropping, and it hit 37. And I, and I bought in, and I, I waited. I was like, it's going to keep going lower. Immediately dropped back up to 46. So I bought in at 46. Um, and then from there, I bought some other coins. And then it's crazy because I didn't, like, I'll, I'll talk about I didn't put much, right? I spent in total like $8,000. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that 8000 within like a, a few weeks went to like 60. And then I was like, it's going to keep going. And then I fucking dropped back down 30 and doing all this stuff. So it's like knowing how to not be emotional with things right. and call it where it's good and not like let yourself get too ahead. It's like almost like the tortoise and the hare thing where it's like you got to be slow with it. It's yeah. Slow growth will yield the best results. the same mentality yeah. of like, so how do you know when like, did you take it out or are you still in? I'm still in. No, so okay. I, I'm going to keep it in. Yeah. Um, but it's like now I'm just holding. But when, when I know like they say it jumps up like a crazy amount, am I happy with it doubling? Pull it out then. Oh, it's already doubled, you said. No, but say, say oh, no, it's tripled. It's yeah, done a yeah. Lot. But like, oh, oh so, so at what point, at what number are you pull okay? it out, uh, like I pull it out, but then re-entry. So I'm never going to put it back <laughs> What are we talking, are we still talking about currency or? Say crypto, Dating. Right? Uh, this applies to everything, I feel like. <laughs> so, but say like. Uh, you leave it in. So say, okay, so say you, you buy in a crypto at, yeah. uh, uh, it's like $100. Right. Say it goes to $200. Mm-hmm. And then you sell because you made $100 profit. But I'm not going to put that $100 in my bank account. Like I went into this for the long term. So I wait for it to drop back down to like 100, 150, then I'll buy in. So now when it goes back to 200, it's not that uh, I made only 100. Now it's like 125 dollars up, and you keep doing that. So you're you're in and out, but you're like the goal. You're gonna stay in. You're not taking it out to be like, oh, I'm gonna run with this. Yeah, when I I'm when, gonna I, when take I sell, it yeah. it's still in that account. Yeah, it's never going to my bank. Right, I, it's in there now. I made the profit. Now my capital is thirty thousand instead of eight thousand, and I'm gonna re-entry when I can at a cheaper price. <laughs> so when it goes back up, because it yeah. will. Uh, hopefully, it's now sixty thousand, seventy. Yeah. You know, um, but then what were we talking about earlier? Okay, so yeah, my endeavor. So I do a lot of like cooking. That's like one of my biggest hobbies, yeah. uh, especially now. Like uh, I cook like for. I just hit up my friends. I'm like, hey, throw a party. I'll come and cook safely. Um, but like it'll be three times a week. I'm like cooking for people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, I do writing, I'm trying to like write some scripts, and then like the fitness stuff is more just a hobby. But then. Um, once I can get into acting, but then I do like say social media. That's like the biggest thing that I can push right now that I just, I need to be more active on it. But then as that grows, um, on YouTube, I remember I did a few videos and my YouTube channel was killing it. It just, I didn't really enjoy what I was putting out. Um, so I stopped cause I wanted to kind of like revisit and do it the way I wanted to, but I post like three videos and it went from nothing to 30,000 followers in like a few days. Um, and to gain like 30,000 subscribers in a few days is, was pretty, pretty exciting. Yeah. And then, and that was like promoting on my Instagram. But like, if I have say 70K and back then I didn't have 70K when I started promoting my Instagram, you're not going to get any of those, like all of those followers to go and subscribe. It's like almost impossible. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was gaining a whole audience that came from just a YouTube site that didn't know who I was. Um, but now I'm, I'm going to revisit it and I have a series called Drunk Cooking. So it's Ooh, gonna be like a whole series good. started, and then it'll be like with all my friends. I'll get you on it if you're down. That's fun. Hell yeah, um, yeah. So that's uh one of the concept logos and like things that we're gonna do. It's gonna be like completely animated. 
Okay, um, yeah. But then all my friends are like huge into cooking. That's like the big influences and stuff. Um, and like, so it's starting out with them. So it'd be me and then the guests. Have you seen the show Hot Ones? Yeah. So imagine that, Love but we're just ones. getting drunk. And Have you seen uh, Bill, uh, not Bill Burr's, um, Burr Kreischer's? Yeah, his yeah. is really good. Yeah. We had a... I saw Bobby Lee. What is it? Something's burning. Something's. Oh, I love something's burning. Is that that? Is that Burt's or no? That's a different one. No, that's Burt's. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. on. Uh, I forgot. It's, it's the comedy. It's the it's the channel that uh, I think he owns or he owns with. Who's the ginger guy? It's so fucking funny. Bill Burr. Bill Burr. Yeah. 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 All these yeah, comedy. I saw Bobby Lee's something's burning. I think. Yeah. Those are good. Those I like those. Yeah. So then it's I can see you doing that for sure. So it's basically just like getting drunk and yeah. doing it. And then it's like with a bunch of like friends. Yeah. You know? So then, uh, so once I kind of like work with a bunch of influencers, kind of get it started, then I'll reach out to like bigger like celebrities and stuff like that. Uh, but that's like the next real endeavor. Well, I feel like that's really good too because celeb- you see celebrities going on so many more of these things because it's like the media outlets are dying. Like yeah. the morning cook show is dead. Yeah, like yeah. the more good up America, no one's watching that. People are Everything watching also, like social Will media Smith stuff. Is YouTube. doing TikToks now. Yeah, he's doing Facebook. more TikToks than films. You know. Yeah. Will Smith, I used to live in the same building that he did mm-hmm. while he was filming. Uh, uh, Aladdin. No. no. Uh, what's that really bad Netflix movie? End of Watch or like no, no. the cop one? The cop one. The cop one. Right. Right. Yeah, I was close. So then, um, I enjoyed it. I think just the story I was kind of bad. Uh, the writer wasn't that good and the writer turned out to be a piece of shit like abusing women or something. Oh, okay. So good that it was bad. Yeah. Um, I then, fucking hated it then. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I love Will Smith in it. Yeah. Uh, but then it was cool because I remember I was living with uh, my bosses at the time in a building in downtown and then I just went down and I say hi to everyone in the elevator. I'm like, I try to like be polite and everything and I, I just walk in and I'm like, oh, hey, what's up, man? Just start talking for a bit and then I leave and I'm like, once I leave, I'm like, like that was Will Smith. And I was like, <laughs> I texted my boss. I was like, hey, I think Will Smith lives in this building. And he's like, no, why the fuck would he live here? He has like a $30 million house in Calabasas. And I was like, am I just labeling any other black guy as Will Smith? <laughs> am, I, am I racist? Am I racist? <laughs> and then, um, and then uh, the doorman, he was a really big fan of ours. And then uh, we're just talking. And he's like, guess who lives here now? And I was like, who? And in front of my boss, he's like, Will Smith. I'm like, oh, see, it was him. And then he was the nicest person. Like, I, every time I'd see him in the elevator, I would just say hi. And I know how it is for, like, celebrities. So I was just, like, not saying people did that to me, but, like, I, I just be, treat everyone nicely um, and, like, let them deal with whatever they're dealing with and not try to, like, ask them a bunch of questions. Um, so I just, I just kept saying hi. And then it got to the point where um, I guess he saw that I wasn't, like, a crazy fan, that every time he would see me in the elevator, he would start asking me a bunch of questions or, like, be like, oh, like, how's your day and, like, stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, shit, like, you're talking to me. And then one time I was like, oh, like, are you here working on a movie? And he just gave me, like, short answers. He'd be like, oh, yeah. And I was like, okay, probably doesn't want to talk. And then I guess he was like, oh, this guy's, like, not, like, a crazy fan. And just starts going in on how the, how the movie is, like, uh, how they have him working hella hard, how he has mm. to, like, go from uh, 5 a.m. to 5 p.m. He doesn't have time to train. He doesn't have things. Because we'll catch him in, like, the, the, the gym, too. Um, but super nice guy. And it's just weird, like how being in LA, like that's the kind of thing that you really see a lot of celebrities and it it's the most random places that you'd feel like you'd run into them. Yeah. And then you can realize that people are just people. That's, that's the biggest thing. I think for them and for everybody, it's like just about making that connection Yeah. of this person understands and sees me for just a person. I'm not this like star Will Smith. Like I'm not the genie from Aladdin. I'm just yeah. a dude named Will. I think that's kind of like what you were saying earlier about like, the whole social media thing that they have and now they're getting a bunch of these questions and people are like talking shit to them. It's hard because they're just people. 
you know they yeah. want to do a job and like they loved acting or whatever and a lot of them I, I would say a lot of people say with social media get into it because they want to be famous and they want that uh but it is still pretty hard for them yeah you know especially if you don't know how to handle it but it's like what is that gonna do for you somebody that's just getting into it for like oh i want to go on social media because i want to be famous yeah it's like what is having a thousand or a hundred thousand or two hundred thousand or a million or two hundred million what is that going to do for you like what do you actually want to do with your life like where you're not just over here posting funny shit because you're like oh i just want likes and i want to be famous you're like this makes me happy yeah this makes i think will make other people happy i enjoy doing this i enjoy doing that i have these goals but like because all the stuff i post it's like like you said it's just things that made me laugh yeah and then i'm like oh let me post them and then dude this one got me like the amount of girls that dm me because of this they were not none of them were that cute but uh, <laughs> no they're really nice but then uh <clears throat> just by stupid shit yeah you know and it's like it's funny because i can't post like thirst traps yeah i don't have the body for that you know <laughs> but the things that you should start with like your body and just see what like you'd probably get some like more girls jumping in your dm dude when i lost weight they didn't like it. No, they like they like the thickies. You know the one that you posted me in the pool. Yeah, they love that one. Yeah, I was like, dude, I look fucking fat in that. Yeah, they love it, dude. This one I like the yeah the pool one. Yeah, and then it's uh... <laughs> so good. <laughs> I like about the music. Yeah, and then um, the the one with me with the gun. Uh, where you're up. running uh yeah through the course yeah, just the perfect angle make me look jacked yeah. Nads wick. <laughs> yeah, you look Mexican there too. With yeah, the mustache. It's funny because all our friends were like cops. Yeah. And they were like, do we arrest you or what, what do we do? Like, <laughs> yeah. what are you here for? What are you here for? <laughs> the Afghan dream. <laughs> oh, man, that's so good. You look Mexican, bro. Yeah, it's so cool to like connect with people like you that are like minded and just like hustling and doing what they love to do. Thanks, man. And have like a goal of what you have and like or just any goal yeah. that are like striving for that. Yeah. And like that aren't afraid to be like, hey, I am a dreamer. And they're not afraid to be like, hey, how do you how do you handle these things? Yeah. Like wanting to learn because like I'm all about that. Like I want to learn from people. I want people. I want to be able to help other people. But it's also like if you're too big to be like ask questions and ask for help, then like you're never going to get to where oh, you want to get. I'm the biggest asker for help. Like, yeah. I love learning from people and like I never go into a situation uh even if I feel like I do know, I still want to hear from the other side. Yeah. You know, and like, what do you have to lose? Yeah. Yeah. That's like, that's kind of like one of the biggest things I've learned through quarantine is like hearing every side, not thinking like, Oh, even if I do know the answer, say, I know like what the square root of like MC squared or whatever that famous equation is. Yeah. yeah. But I like, I know the answer. I want to know what you think the answer is because Mm -hmm you might have something different than me and I might learn something about you or I might learn something just in facts in general. I think it was good growing up kind of insecure because I would never talk. I would just be able to like watch and listen. And I think that taught me how to kind of like observe and like be the quiet person in the room and see how like everyone is and how everyone's handling things. Because then I would be like that fly on the wall that just gets to like, nobody paid attention to. So I just get to like watch and see how things are and observe. Yeah. And not be the loudest one that people like looked at. But then I, I would be like, this guy's talking, but I'm like, he doesn't know what he's talking about, you know? Like, once you really realize yeah. it, but then it's like, sometimes there's scenarios where I'm like, I could say something and correct him, but I'm like, eh, it's, it just, it's just feeding my ego. Yeah. You know? And I'm like learning that too, and I'm experiencing that too, where it's like, 
I grew up the same way where I was like being insecure. And I think everybody is to a certain mm-hmm. extent. Um, and like those insecurities drive your actions and drive like where, what you do. Yeah. And I think learning how to feed into them and not like shy away from them to be open about them. Yeah. Not to put on this front of like, Oh, I'm going to fake it. Like I am this person just yeah. be like, no, I'm insecure. I still am like a ton. Of, there's tons of insecurities. I'm sure you still have it. Even I'm though you huge, like yeah, yeah. fix your teeth, you look good. I'd date you, but uh, you probably still have a shit ton of insecurities. Yeah. And those are never going to go away. You just got to like handle them and treat them you in learn, the best you way. You learn how to handle them. And then you learn that it's just your own uh, problems. And they yeah. still come up. Um, like I think the, the biggest example, I think the one that, because it still like gets the most views is like the how to talk to girls ones. You know, mm. like people still want to know or like even if you feel like you got it down. But you're never going to feel like the man. I don't think that really exists, you know, and that guy is just probably a huge douche that doesn't know anything. Or he's faking it. He's faking it. Yeah. And I'm like, you got to fake it kind of like till you make it in, in a sense. Yeah. Uh, but you just got to put yourself out there and try and then realize it wasn't that scary. Yeah. You know, um, and that's like the biggest thing that I learned. And it's it, going back to the teeth. I was able to overcome and smile the biggest smiles, laugh, talk on camera before I got this done. You know, all my this I literally I have like two videos or one photo with my teeth finally at like and I got it like two months ago, but all the stuff that I've done and like became the person that I love being uh, and still growing was before all that, you know? So I'm happy that if, cause if you've met me like maybe three, four years ago, I feel like it's a completely different person. Yeah. Still, you we would be able to connect. Um, but just trying to do this, I would not. But it's like too, like no one would think most people in Hollywood or in LA are the complete opposite. Like they're not healthy. They don't, they like are hiding behind these things and like trying to cover up these insecurities. Whereas I feel like it, the healthiest thing to do is just to like accept them, embrace them and just be like, Hey, this is what I, this is what I'm scared of. This is what I'm secure at. And I'm learning that too. in like not only insecurities, but also like relationships. And like, that's the biggest thing you can do in a relationship is be honest and open yeah. with somebody and like bear your soul to them and be like, this is what I'm scared of. This is where I'm at. There's nothing left. No walls up of me hiding anything. And I sucked at that as a kid. Yeah. Like, and when I got married, I sucked at that. And I still like suck at that, but I'm like realizing yeah. and working and learning for that yeah. and how to do that That's and realizing the, the difference that it can make in a relationship or in how the other person sees you, because you think you are doing this one thing and being this one person that you're supposed to be, but it's like, no, like who says you're supposed to be that? Yeah. And the other person isn't with you because of that. They see through that. Mm-hmm. So the best thing you can do is, is do that. And like, shit, I go to therapy every week for that. I like work on myself and my relationship all the time for that. Yeah. And like the biggest thing I can say for people is like, don't be afraid to start that early before you think that there's a problem or before you start to feel it. Because if you can start getting on top of that, like you'd be amazed at, at what that can do for yourself, yeah. your life and your future. Yeah. Therapy, therapy is great. Like I just started at, during quarantine as well. Um, cause one thing I had trouble with was, uh, I would always find excuses to like jump out of a relationship or like, um, I think it was kind of good and bad. Cause then I would see problems with the girl and like, we're just not on the same page, but I feel like people just jump in a relationship to be in a relationship. And I wasn't that type. I wanted to like actually like the person and feel like, like if I would hang out with the girl and not want her to be there and like want her to leave, that's not the girl that I should be dating. You know, uh, if I can't control myself and we could just talk for hours and I didn't have to force conversations, that's something different. But when I would find someone like that, I would, I was not confident with myself that I would find ways to jump out of it. So that's why I have a, uh, I've been talking with a therapist, shout out to Maria Two Straps, who's like biggest 
lesbian girl in the world, but uh, she's like the she a therapist. Person. She's the therapist. Okay. So then uh, she's uh, all about like open sexuality, all that stuff. So I'm like, when we first start talking, she's like, I've heard it all. I've dealt with it all. I've done it myself. So nothing you can do will freak me out or anything. I want you to feel comfortable. And I, I've done nothing, but I'm like, feel comfortable with her. So being able to like just talk and like really break it down and be honest with someone um, has helped a lot. Yeah, and you think that you're alone in this. You think like, oh, I'm the only one going through this. I'm the only one dealing with this. But it's like, no, there's like so many. It's so normal. So and normal. so natural. But it's everyone acts like nothing's happening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everyone's like, thing. no, that's not, that ain't me. Yeah, I I did a video talking about like because when I was young I took steroids. Okay. Um, and then what kind? Just test and Anavar. Okay. And then I was like telling people why I got on and why I got off. And then so many people reached out, and I I, I put it in a position where I was like, I'm laying it out for why I did and why I stopped. I'm not telling you to or not, but I'm going to give my honest opinion about it. Uh, if you want to talk about it, reach out. We'll, we'll, we'll discuss it. Uh, after I talked about it, so many people came up to me. They're like, hey, I was about to get on. And after you read it, I realized I didn't need to. Mm. All the people, like, I had a lot. Like, maybe like, And this was back then. So it was, like, it was a lot at the time. But like 20 people um, was like, I'm actually on, but I feel like getting off after that video. Like I realized that I'm not doing this for a career. I just wanted to like do this. Because when I got off, I lost most of, more than when I, before I got on, because mm-hmm. I didn't do it properly, I, I cycled uh, off completely, and then like even when I tried taking like a post psychotherapy, uh, it didn't jumpstart back as well as I wanted to. Um, so that's why I was like super adamant. Because again, it goes back to like the same teeth thing. I, like I'll talk about anything I do. Yeah. The second anyone came up to me and was like, "Would you ever take?" I was like, "Oh, I'm actually on right now." That's um, huge because it's like such a big stigma. Yeah. And not only in life, but also in like the athletic world. Yes. So it's like. Okay, no, no. These are like things you don't talk about. But it's like, no, why Why not? Especially if everyone's doing it. I just got a book, uh, this one, The Sport of Steroids by Jim Reuter. Um, this one's like, he wrote this about Pat Mendez and the world mm. records and all of that. But then it became a book about like the uh, the entirety of the sport of weightlifting. Did he get caught for steroids? Yeah, so oh, he sure, got yeah. caught. But he's like, obviously the sport of weightlifting is one of the most corrupt fucked up oh, sports yeah. for something big just for drug like testing like yesterday they yeah kicked out some people that were like they kicked out the the head of the iwf and yeah. the the interim head um because they were all american and they were pushing for clean sport and they instated a guy that was the thailand i think head some some head of thailand but their whole team got banned mm. um every single one of their lifters so yeah it's in the sport is in jeopardy of like getting kicked out of the olympics because of the issue of that yeah. But it's like such a taboo thing to talk about. Yeah. It's like, especially because there's so many like kids that see it. And once they realize that, because I grew up thinking like high green was natural. I grew up with all those bodybuilders, like just take oh, yeah. protein, you know? Yeah. And once you kind of realize that it's impossible to achieve that, uh, at that size, it's pretty much impossible. Um, no, it's 100% it's impossible. 100% impossible. <laughs> and then um, I don't want to crush anyone's dream right now, but <laughs> it's, uh, and then they're like, oh, okay. Then, then they're like, when they start seeing steroids and like, if I want to be like that, you know? And I, I try telling people, I'm like, from my experience, I don't recommend it unless there's things that you want to do. And plus, at a certain age, that's when it's, like, better to take. Because I took when I was 19, mm. you know, and that's a super young age to take. Yeah, very young. You know, and I already had, like, things, like, uh, naturally, like, gyno or back acne that just made mm. it worse, you know. And then, uh, luckily, like, that stuff, like, cleared up. But there's things that could be affected throughout my life. Um, luckily, it wasn't that long or a shit ton amount. I took yeah. it, like, in a proper way. And then... Um, but just being open about it and reaching out, people reaching out, being like, because uh, a lot of kids are considering it. You can help people. And I didn't realize that as a kid. Like, 
when I was playing sports in high school, like I didn't, I thought, you know, all the NFL players were natural. I thought yeah. everybody I played with in high school, I didn't think anybody was taking drugs anywhere in any sport. Cause my I was little like, cousin hit me up. He was like, Hey, me and my friends want to take SARMs. And I was like, dude, I was like, please don't. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, dude, one, you're so young. I was like two SARMs, especially bodybuilders and like people that are actually in the sport that do take steroids won't even touch stars. Like, so <laughs> yeah, if you want to get on, don't even count stars. Um, but <laughs> it's just like, like, yeah, we could do a whole podcast on just this topic. Yeah, I could go deep. I yeah. can tell you guys about everything. We're going to have to do another episode. I'm down. Yeah, yeah I really sure. enjoy this. Yeah, this has been a ton of fun. Um, we got I've been an okay guest. Oh, you've been awesome. This cool, has been cool. perfect. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so thank you, man, for coming in. We usually wrap at like an hour, but we've been going for an hour and a half just because oh, I've been enjoying talking to you. Yeah, I didn't feel like that long. Um, and Mikey usually, Mikey's been enjoying it too, so that's how you know it's good. Because usually, if he he's not or he's like he's like five minutes, like <laughs> fucking wrap it up. <laughs> I didn't see his hand come up like an hour ago. Like, like let's wrap the show. <laughs> but yeah, we'll definitely have you back on, dude. I cool, thank cool. you for coming in. No, I appreciate this. this. Is fun. Yeah, this is a lot of fun. Cool, cool. I definitely. I think you're gonna be like. I think we're friends now. I think we're gonna hang out. Maybe a few more times. Yeah, at least. Yeah. Yeah. And then we'll cut it after that. Yeah. Cool. It's short friendship. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate it, man. Oh, this was a lot of fun. Yeah, it didn't feel that long. No, it was perfect, man. All right, guys. There you have it. Uh, another episode in the books. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you, Nadim, for coming in. Shout out to him. Shout out to all the guests that have been coming in. We've had a very eclectic, cool range of guests. Um, I hope you guys have been enjoying them. Shout out to all of our sponsors once again. Pardon me on all those spots. And um, we'll see you here again next time. Have a good weekend, guys. Peace.